Daniels, he's going to keep. He's going to walk into the end zone. Here comes one to the cup. Left hand layup good. Kansas is the 2023 WNIT champions. This is the Jayhawker Podcast, presented by the University of Kansas Health System. We're back here for another edition of the Jayhawker Podcast. I am Greg Gurley along with Wayne Simeon. We are joined by Tim Myers. Going to be a little Kansas Relay reboot coming back here to Lawrence, Kansas out of Rock Chalk Park. But welcome to the show. Jayhawker Podcast brought to you by the University of Kansas Health System. And uh, you've been tasked to resurrect the Kansas Relay's 100th year. Talk a little bit about your role and everything Kansas okay. Relays. You know, as the director, uh, you know, I'm out there bringing it back, like you said. 2019 was the last time they had yeah. the uh, the relays and stuff, so COVID kind of put a cap on that uh, stuff. And, and now I'm, you know, been given the task to, to help bring it back to, you know, I don't know if it ever can be brought back to its glory and stuff. It's, it's not in the stadium anymore. Those years are different. But now I think we have a chance to start something completely new with the next 100 years and everything. And you mentioned it, the, the stadium compared to Rock Chalk Park. Right. I mean, talk about that facility and how great it is. It's a gem for us to have here in our city. It is incredible. I know people talk, uh, you know, that's probably one of the biggest questions I get. Like, will it ever be the same you know, since it's not, I thought, no, it's, it's going to be a different meet, but this facility is purely for track and field. I mean, you talked to a lot of our coaches on staff, coach Reynolds, who's been at Alabama and uh, Arizona, you know, a bunch of different places. He says, bar none, this is one of the best laid out facilities in the nation. So, so we give that opportunity not only to our athletes, but the high school athletes when they come back for the KU Relays. And talk to us a little bit about just like the national reputation that the KU Relays has. Of course, it's well-beloved here in the state, mm-hmm. uh, here in the, in, the, in the Lawrence community because everyone, you know, appreciates and loves all things Jayhawk. But this is something that people talk about and know about beyond the track community right. uh, across the country. Yeah, ni- you know, started back in 1923 with Coach Outland, who was the football coach. He had been a part of the pin relays when he was coaching out east. So he decided that they should start up a relays here. So in 1923, they got the idea. They got a bunch of coaches together and invited a few teams out and started really, I think there were 12 events, 12 to 20 events that started. We have 124 now. Oh, wow. Right? So it's, 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 it's built up a little bit. But that history, Kansas is enshrined not with, with basketball history like you two guys are, right, but with the track and field history. Wilt Chamberlain wasn't going to, you know, it was one of the big things why he wanted to come to Kansas was because he could triple jump, high jump, and play basketball, right? And you, I, I hope you guys seen pictures of him running the four. He ran the 400 in under 50 seconds oh and uh, under two minutes in the 800 in Basically, Chuck Taylor's. We were talking about shoes earlier, and they're running in Chuck and Taylor's. And wasn't he a seven-foot high jumper, And he was too? a seven-foot high jumper and a close to 40-plus-foot triple jumper also. And stuff. So just that history of the Jim Ryan, the Billy Mills, you know, those, you know, you think of those sorts of people. Um, Al Order in the discus. Uh, we have um, – These are icons these in the are track icons, world. These are icons, not Very much just like Will Chamberlain is in basketball, but exactly. icons in the track world right. that got their start right here at the, at the Kansas Relays. At the Kansas Relays. West Santee. These are guys who were all at the four-minute barrier when they were all fighting, you know, that 4.00. 
you know, and stuff to trying to get those, uh, to make those, uh, you know, beat those barriers and things. So it's incredible to be a part of that history. And I, and as my part, I mean, I just feel completely honored to, to be the director at the hundred. I'm, I'm just in the right place at the right time, I feel and stuff. So, but to be able to bring it back and, we're going to have over 150 alumni coming back. So Billy Mills is coming back. Jim Ryan's coming back. Um, Cliff Wiley's coming back. Uh, we're going to have the uh, Sharon Lokiti's coming back. So we're having every one of these, not just Kansas icons, but Olympic New York Marathon City winners icons that are going to be coming back for this, be a part of it. It's got to be cool for you, a guy that's been around this area right. for a long, long time, long-time coach at Baker and and a lot of other stops in this region. But how cool is it that you're in charge Man. of such an iconic event? Man, I, I get kind of emotional. I'm a born and raised Lawrence kid. Right. Um, you know, so I've pro I mean, I've probably been to 40-plus relays, to be honest with you, and I couldn't tell you. I could probably tell you a little bit about each one of them that I went to and stuff. But to be able to, to have this position – and be able to help bring it back to a city that I grew up in, that I went, graduated from high school in, and that I get to now help bring this, uh, this iconic uh, relays back is just, it's, it's a dream come true. I don't know if I could ask for, you know, a better ending. And if this is, if this is the end of my career, I'm fine with that because I got to come home and, and be a part of something that's truly, truly special, not just to me, but just to Lawrence into Kansas and the track and field. So you mentioned some of the uh, key constituents that have, have passed through here, Olympians, world champions, marathon champions, and then, of course, uh, our own KU student-athletes. But there's also a very another important group of people that get exposed to this, and it's our high school athletes uh, who are going to come and be able to compete uh, here amongst some of those uh, professionals and legends. So talk about how important that is to weave and blend in the high school aspect of it. Because actually, my first exposure to any KU athletic event was coming to the Kansas Relays to watch my sister throw the shot really? put. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't oh. a football game, wasn't a basketball game. My very first time on the KU campus for a sporting event was the Relays because mm -hmm. it was open to, to high school competitors right. as well. And so tell us a little bit about the importance of having the high school comp, uh, com, comp competitors here mm -hmm. and uh, how that adds to the, the, the Relays environment. And just not for athletics, Wayne, you make a great point, but for the just students here at Kansas. I bet you could go anywhere on this campus and uh, you talk to five people and someone's probably been a part of the Kansas sure. Relays. You're right? Regular students, right? Regular These aren't student students, athletes. Not yeah. student athletes, people that, you know, that, that's where their first exposure was to the Kansas Relays and stuff. So what we have done, uh, we've continued to do what we want to do is like we'll have a collegiate race and then the high school race. So they actually, so if you're doing the 400 and the in the collegiate race and the 400 in the high school races right after it. So you can see and compare. They can see each other wow. compete, which is really fun because, you know, you know, I think this is probably one of the best high school classes that we're going to bring in this year for competition. And how, how many teams? Awesome. How many teams are we expecting, high school and, co so and college? So I have over 2,000 entries right now. Um, so you're looking at 300-plus teams. Um, that will be represented, not full teams, because sometimes we'll just have one high jumper or four by four, four by eight, now you know that sort of thing. But actual different teams are probably close to three hundred different teams that are going to be a part of part of the the whole thing and stuff. To see that sort of thing out here is really neat because I, you know, I've been to a Notre Dame football game. You know, I walked out and you know watched that and like, oh my gosh, here I am. When you walk through Rock Chalk Park and then you come up on that corner. 
you know, and then you walk and you see it's nothing but green. The track's beautiful. It's been, you know, freshly striped and everything and stuff too. You, you get that feeling of like, wow, this, this is going to be a great experience. So think about the economic impact for our city as right. well. You say 300 teams, is that mm-hmm. high school and college or so how many athletes is that? So, so over, so we'll probably be close to 3000 athletes total. Oh, wow. Here. Yeah. Everything and pro- parents and spectators, parents everybody and going to eat. Cousins, so as far yeah. as as far as again with the economic impact, it's right. a great event. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are going to come to our city next weekend to exactly. To, we'll be able to show off, and it's not just track. We got softball, soccer, right. and tennis all out there. So it's a it's an impressive facility. Yeah, the you know the. And they'll be out there for three days, you right. know. And, you know, a football game brings them for one day, you know. And, right. and, a, and I'm not saying anything against them, but we bring them out here for three days. They're in a hotel for three days. They're going to Walmart for three days. They're eating. They're buying gas. They're all doing stuff. Right. That's going to help out Lawrence. And that's, that's my big thing. And, 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 and the AD, Travis Goff, is like, how can we, we help this community too and stuff. So, um, you, know, you know, I have to mention, you know, my, our sponsors, RCB Bank, and Adidas, because if it wasn't for those guys, we wouldn't have half the things we have out there for the for the spectators and the athletes and, and the people that are coming in town. We got Chamber of Commerce out there. We have Explore Lawrence. We're gonna have college admissions. We're gonna have food trucks. We have all kinds of things. So people will not have to leave that facility if they don't want to for the next three days. Besides, go home and sleep. Yeah. So uh, you'd mentioned the spectators mm-hmm. help the average fan understand what's the best way to come about and watch and enjoy the relays because people aren't used to maybe a three-day event right Uh, people aren't used to having you know high school college kind of blended Mm -hmm. when are some of the marquee moments um in terms of uh when people should make sure that they're there and that they don't want to miss some of the most exciting action there for the weekend and that's a great thing about track and field you could be just a field guy or you could be just a track person you know or you could you know, I just want to support. I want to see the steeplechase because I want to see people jump in the water, right? You know, the steeplechase would not have been Greg and I's event of choice by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Greg, how about that? If you were to engage in track and field, what do you think would be your premier event? In my current body, or or my high school and, high school and college body, I could run, I could jump. Current body, it might be might be more in the competitive eating. Uh, uh, food trucks. I'll real, meet you by the food, food trucks. trucks. Here we go. Funnel, you something funnel for cakes, fried Snickers, <laughs> stuff like that. Out there, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know. I never was a track guy. But again, could run. What, what would yours have been? I, I enjoy the throwing events. Like mm-hmm. I said, my shot sister, put, discus, um, you yeah. know, threw through shot and discus, and then with some of the student athletes that that have come through here, I've gotten a chance to gravitate more towards the throwing big Doug Reynolds oh say, gosh, is one of yeah. the best, um, yeah. best discus throws coaches in the country and he mm-hmm. had great Scott Reynolds who was an Olympian uh, mm-hmm. was on campus while I was mm-hmm. here and so of course he was he was in his heyday and so I would say I'd probably be connected with the throws at some yeah. capacity this is a dumb guy here do they still do the hammer throw they still do the hammer throw Ooh, I would got, come I'd come watch that <laughs> I mean it's amazing how fast they can spin around yeah. and still really not get sick Right, and still release the, the implement out uh, so close for, to 70 meters. If you don't know anything about track, come out and watch the hammer throw. <laughs> the hammer throw how, is great. How can uh, people watching and listening get involved? Where do they buy tickets? Right, so just go, just go on our website, uh, the track and field website. There's an icon up there that says KU Relays. You click on that, and it's our hub. It has for tickets. It has if you want to volunteer. 
Um, some people like to come out and watch a few things and volunteer for a bit. We'll get you a T-shirt and get you a meal. And, and then on, everything grab, else. Grab a rake and help with the, in, in the sand right there. Schedules up there, everything. So, I, And you're asking probably about the marquee events. Well, everyone loves the 4x4, four four, right? And, you know, we, we plan on um, because all 4x4s four and 4x1s four get into the meet. doesn't matter where you're from. So we could have 24x4s and we could have 64x4s. Four and then they all battle out for top nine spots. So it is getting huh. after it. It's it's fun to watch them get out there. And stuff. So one of the anchors uh, of the relays is our very own program, mm-hmm. uh, which we've got some I- incredible athletes. But let's mm-hmm. start with uh, an incredible coach that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously, Coach Bill Self gets a ton of credit for what right. he's been able to do here. And uh, Lance Leipold and what he's been able to flip. Coach Brandon uh, Snyder coming off a WNIT championship. But – the longest tenured coach here is our very own Stanley Redwine, right. who's coached at the world championship level, who's coached at the Olympic level, mm-hmm. and who's a national, who's brought a national championship yep. here to the University of Kansas. And so uh, brag a little bit about Coach Stanley Redwine and, and what an anchor and pillar he is to Kansas track and field. You know, he's, to me, you know, I, 28 years of coaching before I came over and did this, that took over this position. He has always been an icon to me. So, you know, when I interviewed for this position, I was almost a little scared of him, you know, because he's just so high. You, know, you say all those things. And, and it's not it's not because he's a mean or anything like that. He is the greatest. I love his laugh. You hear his laugh every day. You know, he was uh, an incredible 800-meter runner for himself at Arkansas, um, at Olympic trials, right, and everything stuff. He's legit. But he is an incredible motivator, incredible speaker, he gets up. I mean, there are – they got uh, – at Oregon, they have in one – they have, like, a, a, a big old uh, – like, what do you call them? Like, on the pillars, you know, the – Like a tribute yeah, or something? Yeah, like a tribute yeah. to him out there at Oregon. It's just track At town, another school. At Track yeah. Town USA. Right. Right? Right? And so this guy is out there. But he cares so much for his athletes. Um, he, and he wants them to do good. Right? And stuff. So he puts them in that position and to, to help them succeed. And not just um, at the track, but in the classroom too, which really, really impresses me a lot. He wants he wants that success all the way around and everything. But um, being a part of his, uh, being on his staff and part of his program has done nothing but elevate me and make me want to be better every day myself. Well, I think another group to thank, I would imagine, is our administration. Yes. To to create a position to, to bring the Kansas relays back, and there was probably some time in there that. That wasn't going to happen, and without mm-hmm. a lot of the people upstairs. So, right. talk a little bit about the process of you getting this job mm-hmm. and how vital they are in, in making this happen. Right. So, when I was interviewing for the job, they said this is about a 12 to 18 month process to put on the relays, and they told me I had six months. <laughs> so, when they told that to me, I, it, I didn't even cross my mind. I said, I want it. I want to take it. The only reason I did that, one of the main reasons I did that, was because of the people we have supporting us. We have a Travis Goff. We have a Paul Pierce. We have a Therese Vanderputten. We have those to brag not to We got those people that are there to support us that, you know, I don't know what I don't know right now about right. putting on this relays and everything and stuff, but all I have to do is ask. And so, the, and, and, and Travis has been one of the biggest supporters of this. I mean, we had a meeting. He said, this is enshrined in Kansas history. Just as much as basketball and football and all the other sports, right. the relays is here, and he goes, and it's going to stay here. So when he 
gave me that okay. I felt really good about accepting the position and, and wanting to be part of, the, part of this program. Yeah. Well, everyone, get out. Get to the Kansas Relays. Great event. Uh, history. The, the athletes that you mentioned, the mm-hmm. former athletes that are going to be back to, right. to grace the Kansas Relays with their presence. I mean, you mentioned some of them. Mention them again, some, mm-hmm. of, the, some so, of the names that will come back. So Jim Ryan, um, we have Billy Mills, we have Sharon Lokiti, we have Bryce Hopple, we have Michael Stigler, um, Scott Russell, who you mentioned, yeah. you know. I, we're talking all Olympians yeah. here and stuff. Cliff Wiley. Our very own Andrew Gabell Norris. Andrew Gabell mm-hmm. Norris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Rupp. I don't know if you know who Tom Rupp is, but he was on the 19th. He's one of the two living members from the 1953 cross-country national championship team here. He lives in Lawrence, and he's coming wow. out. He's coming out. He's, a, yeah, incredible. I've met him. He's an incredible man and stuff. So. Well, I know Wayne and I appreciate what you do and are about to do here coming up next week with the Kansas Relays. Get out and check them out. Buy tickets, volunteer, just show up, support it. This is going to, like you said, it's going to go on. This isn't a one-year deal. This isn't a two-year deal. This is a hundred-year deal that we're going to hopefully continue for another hundred years. And this guy right here is the the key to that along with a lot of others. So I appreciate your time. I asked for a hundred-year contract. You did? Yeah, so hopefully next year they'll give it to me. (laughs) Well, we'll start with knocking this out of the park. We'll start with this. I'm ready. And, again, thanks to our sponsors, RCB and Adidas, for putting that out there to make this possible for too. Well, yep. well, really appreciate your time. Looking forward to the Kansas Relays. And uh, this is the Jayhawker Podcast brought to you by the Hilton President Hotel, downtown Kansas City. Stay and play packages. Call Philip Stranod. Go down for a concert, a game, anything. Call Phil. Stay at the Hilton President Hotel, Wayne and I's favorite hotel, the home of the Kansas basketball team during the Big 12 tournament. So Hilton President Hotel, downtown Kansas City. Jayhawker Podcast brought to you by the University of Kansas Health System. Get out to the Kansas Relays. Rock Chalk. Rock Chalk. I had this patient. His cancer treatment had him in the hospital for a while. One day, he was telling me about his grandson and how a big night was coming up for him. So we arranged to make it a big night for my patient too. I sometimes wonder if I'm doing all I can. Then I help make a moment like this possible, and I know I am.